Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shane Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Welcome to Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and uh, it's been a long, long day. I got nothing <laughs> fancy to say. <laughs> That's your blood talking, Trevor. It's my lack of blood. Yeah, I've yeah. noticed that my, my my blood pressure goes down every time I do one of these, and it doesn't quite recover by the next one. Oh, oh, interesting. Huh? Jeez. So is it too low on the, the next ones? or No. my um, I think we've discussed this before. The amount of caffeine that I imbibe... Uh, made it so that uh, originally when we started so if you don't have the pre-ramble just really quickly i'm in a clinic for a diabetes product and they take my blood 46 times each time i'm in the clinic very small amounts but it ends up adding up so when i first went in my blood pressure i think was 128 over 82 so like borderline towards the top end maybe even you know they haven't prescribed me with uh blood pressure medication but it's it was a little high have, have um, they given you the talk yet uh no i just gonna kind of get the um I, like i said before i get every once in a while the nurse will say huh that's kind of high and then every once in a while they're like let me try it again and i'll do the you know zen hold still uh-huh, uh-huh. and and then it'll kind of go down and then they'll just kind of let it go so i know i haven't gotten the talk um but uh it, when they took my blood pressure today after this is my third time at the clinic so 46 times three these little tiny vials of blood um, my blood pressure when I left today was 113 over 70, which is perfectly f- normal, or they wouldn't have let me leave. <laughs> right, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the the can is not as full as it was once was, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm Jay, and I, mean, I guess we just need to go back to, like, bloodlettings and leeches to yeah, right. mm-hmm. cure high keep, blood pressure. <laughs> keep, keep drinking my caffeine. Just take some out every once in a while. There you go. There you go. Uh, and I'm Josh, and I'm happy to report that I am the current reigning war chest champion in my house. I did manage to beat my nine-year-old. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I give full credit to the Royal Guard unit also. I uh, I don't know that I, I've ever been that proud of beating my child in something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we're not behind the paywall right now either, are we? That was probably... Mm. That was probably ill-timed. <laughs> um, any, I, I guess one news and announcement is that you have, Josh, officially announced your campaign for the Idaho state legislature. Oh, that's true. That's right. We didn't, we weren't official last time we recorded, were we? Yes. Uh, the The news is out of the bag, as they say. Is that what they say? <laughs> I mean, was it really a uh, much of a secret or? <laughs> uh, I mean, it was it was definitely a secret 
you know, to the public. I mean, like people yeah, in yeah. the in the know knew, right? But I will tell you, so th- probably the greatest um, interaction that I've had since the official news release and a couple news stories that have happened, right? This lady calls me out of the blue today. I mean, so unrecognized number, right? I answer it. And she's like, I just saw your press release on, you know, on Facebook, I think. And she's like, I don't even know you from Adam. Uh, I understand, you know, you'll be running against my opponent. She's like, my husband and I will do anything in the world to help you. Like, and they live in, a, <laughs> they live in one of the different counties, you know, and I'm like, that is like so i'm like kudos to this person honestly for like just like putting it all out there and putting herself out there yeah i am willing to be involved if it means we can get rid of this other person you know so that that's probably been one of the funniest interactions so far that is pretty amazing (laughs) um well uh don't really I, i mean i guess there there is some uh, by the time this is live, there will be um, a bunch of uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol items that are releasing. Uh, so be sure to get those. We have such exciting models as uh, the Juggernaut, Gambit and Rogue, Colossus and Magic, X-23 and Honey Badger, and the Crash Sentinel Terrain Pack. Wait, who in the world is Honey Badger? Uh... <laughs> I I have no clue. Okay, I gotta look that up. But it's, it's, I'm pretty sure she is related to X Men storylines. Okay, I will say um, in addition in addition to what Jay has just uh, sp- spoken of that the Discount Games Inc. RL location has some sweet sweet new board games on the shelves too. It's true. Interesting. She's so she's some kind of Wolverine thing. That's X-23, I think, is like kind of a... It's Honey Badger as well, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, anyways, I assume you did a search for Honey Badger and it said something that she's related to Wolverine? Yes, it appears to. Okay. It, it makes that claim, I will say. Very well. All right. Well, so we are going to grade the two most recent books of the Dresden file series. And I do have the bit of the sadness about me that it's been like a year at this point since I've read them. So <laughs> I'll just talk in the most general generalities, general terms, I guess. But I guess one thing I am curious on your guys's reaction on first off is that uh, first off one of the, I, I, I don't, this is an internet rumor. I do not know if it's true, but we will go ahead and say it is. Um, but there was a long time where Jim Butcher was pumping out books like Clockwork, uh, one to two a year, and then that stopped. And I'm, I'm glad that you're about to in- address this internet rumor because, I, yeah, go on. Is that he, or what I've seen on the internet is is that he, you know, had a divorce and it was kind of. A difficult process or Messy. whatever, sure, and sure. derailed things a little bit. And so, my regular fix of Jim Butcher got interrupted, um, and we went years without a book. And so, uh, I personally had some like a little bit of trepidation about these books that were coming out. And there's also, but also a lot of hyper buildup for me too, because 
you know, there had been a lot of, um, I guess, excite- just like the title itself, Peace Talks, and then just from some of the things, the expectations that people had was that this was going to be a big deal in the series. Right. I mean, is, would would you say that all, would, would you disagree with anything that I've said so far or expound on any of it, I guess? Let, let me, before we continue, do you agree after having read them that it is a big part of the series or a big uh, event? Or do you feel like you were not, that it didn't live up to that idea? Uh, I would definitely say that it was a big event. Yes. Like, okay. It, I, I do feel uh, like, I feel like I'm on the other side of a bell curve, if that makes sense. After having read them, meaning that they were kind of a, a high point. I mean, no, R- no. R- I mean, like they're they you're coming down off the curve by the time you read them. Like I, I like there are other books in the series that I enjoyed. That's what I'm really trying to say. Interesting. I, I guess I am. I am. Let's let's throw out some spoiler tags here, and I mean we're we're going to talk about those, I assume. So you know, if you feel like this is going to spoil things, then, kind of then turn it off and come back. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, remind me again, can you give like a quick... I remember of, on the second book, which what was the second one? Title? Uh, that Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds, okay. I have a much better memory of Battlegrounds about how like it felt like 90% of the book was the description of a battle and then there was a bunch yeah. of cool things kind of kind of happened at the end. But what what would you say were, is a summary of Peace Talks? Um, so, summary of Peace Talks. Uh, they... All of the um, accorded nations are getting together to receive the um, oh shoot I can't even think what they're called the undersea race unseely oh yeah yeah no not um, the unseely the no. for uh, it's with an F Mergle yeah the Femor. Uh they're going they're going to receive the Femor and have a a discussion to declare peace in the war that has been going on for the last few years. Um, in the introduction to that, uh, Thomas ends up murdering one of the uh, lead members of one of the other accorded nations, and Harry spends most of the book trying to protect or help his brother. Uh, and then the additional plot point on top of that is that the uh, White Council is voting to kick Harry out of the council. That's that's a pretty forest view of that book. Sure. Okay. And then forest view of uh, battlegrounds. What would you say? Um, the at the end of peace talks, the Fomor come in and basically spit in the faces of the accorded nations and say we'll be back. Uh, and Harry takes his brother out to the demon reach and protects him uh, by imprisoning him um, from basically from death. He's on his last leg, um, and that's where it starts, but from there it's really all about getting ready, prepping uh, for a big fight, and then there's a fairly big fight. Uh, so uh, basically most of it is revolves around, I don't know how to pronounce her name, Ethnu, Ethnu, uh, who has the Eye of Baylor, which is a very powerful artifact, allowing her, she's a titan, to destroy pretty much whatever the hell she wants. At range. Yeah, at range. Laser eyes. Uh, for me, the high-level overview of the second book is my second favorite character suffers a fate that I am deeply troubled about. Which fate is death? <laughs> Who is who's your second favorite character? Uh, Murphy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then 
at the at the end he basically does get kicked out of the white council correct yes he does and uh the gangster whose name is slipping my mind um the kingpin equivalent yeah what's his what's his name anyways he he it's marcone general johnny marcone yeah Yeah. he's he's picked up a coin at, at some point yeah he's had it for a while i think yeah um okay sneaky little gangster so i guess that is kind of an overview and i guess kind of the setup of of what people were so i want to go expecting or fearing yeah yeah you said you were going to say something i want to go back to to what you mentioned before so when when was jim butcher's divorce was it around the 2015 time frame where the previous uh, book came out I, i i didn't even know that this had happened do we do we know uh, much about that? So it, Skin, Skin Game, Skin Game <laughs> came out in 2014. 2013 is uh, what it's kind of funny. I, I did a Google search of when was Jim Butcher divorced, and it does one of the Google things where it doesn't even pull up a. Uh, <laughs> it tells you. It says 2013. <laughs> okay, uh, I mean, so at that point, um, that's when Cold Days released. Skin Game took two years. Uh, to be released and we were kind of all waiting for that one that one seemed to take longer than it should and and then there was a big five-year gap which for for the jim butcher fans out there was uh painful much longer than we had lived through before yes so i mean your your premise at least seems reasonable to me are is the second half of your premise that now that he's gotten these two out that we might see more regular updates in the future i thought it was going to be that we're not going to see any more i mean I am a fool who lives in hope, <laughs> and so <laughs> we'll see, I guess. I don't know. I, I I guess I am a little hopeful. Although I am also kind of hopeful that we also see more of the Aeronauts Windless. So. Well, that the next book in the Aeronauts Windless series has been announced, and yeah. is the next book to be released, question mark? Maybe. Huh. Yeah, that's a, that, the thing is, I would rather see that, the next book in that series. Yeah. Really, I've never read any of the books in that series, so I know. I know. There's only one, and I, uh, I mean, honestly, I feel like it's better written than uh, than Dresden Files. But, mm. um, and I, I guess another, I so I guess kind of an amalgamation of questions with it is, uh, a, how did you, what did you, what were your guys's feelings heading up to it, and did the book meet your expectations, and what did you think of kind of the one book split into approach. I feel like I had waited so long that I didn't have any expectations left. Okay. When I went into it, you know what I mean? Like I, and it was the truth so is, I probably should have done what Trevor did and reread the whole series, but that's I that's what, that. that's what I did as well. And, um, I, I was glad that I did it. Uh-huh. Um, cause it, it refreshed things. And the other thing that was nice about it was that I did have like one of my friends, Greg, he was pretty upset over, he read the first book right when it released and he was upset over having to wait. And he also was kind of upset that he didn't feel like the two books were a good value for their money when you paid for the two books separately. Okay. Um, really? Cause they're, they're, they're just big, as yeah. long as any, as some of the previous books. And I L- longer in some cases. I think that books in general are a very good uh, entertainment value. value. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I will tell you that had I been in his situation 
and had read Peace Talks when it first came out and finished it before Battlegrounds came out, I would have been pretty upset. Yeah. Because it really does feel like one book. It is not. Right. It doesn't feel like two books. And it well, feels and it, like the first one <laughs> ends at a point where you're like, that's that we're just getting going. It also, I mean, it kind of feels like there's two authors that have cast a pall over the science fiction and fantasy community. And everyone now is terrified that their favorite author is going to follow in the footsteps of those two authors. <laughs> and so, you know, I think that that's one of the things that, is going on with with these books as well especially you know george martin explicitly like split his two book his one book into two books and they really didn't function well as well they didn't function well period but <laughs> um so when there there i think there is like kind of some anxiety in this community when an author does that and also they're not putting out books as quickly as they used to you know etc so i think that's probably a little bit of part of what's going on as well yeah i mean i i kind of understand from a publisher standpoint they they like a book to be you know a particular size or within a particular range so well, i I'm mean sh- i'm sure he was I'm under sure a lot of pressure to split these books i'm sure that they made a lot more money splitting the books <laughs> yeah mean, right right yeah that's probably true um so i guess overall what is your what's your reactions to the the two books? Were you satisfied? Were you disappointed? Um, I was satisfied. I do feel like this was so. I feel like the previous uh, top of the curve moment was changes for me. Uh-huh. Yeah, and changes still remains my favorite book. Um, I do feel like this became another peak moment in the series, and I don't think it holds up as well as changes does but i did enjoy it and um i it felt on par with many of the other books in the series it didn't feel like a i didn't feel like i was disappointed in any way but i did feel like peace talks moved at a better pace than battleground did uh, and it did i mean battleground in my opinion kind of had some pacing issues and it was kind of probably somewhat an expectation issue as well because you have an expectation when you read a dresden files book that it didn't follow the normal dresden files formula that's fair yeah i mean peace talks clearly had a mystery to be solved which is you know the formula battleground did not it had more of a problem to solve which felt insurmountable so i but in hindsight (laughs) Battleground feels more like a setup for something greater. I I, 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 I felt, think that maybe I thought it was this going to be this peak when in reality maybe it's just all set up for. I felt like the, the I felt like the majority of the book it it kind of felt like it felt like a little bit it reminded me of Dragonlance of of where they you know translated their D and D campaign into. <laughs> I don't think it came across. Book? It did not, it did not come across. I, no, like I'm that. saying it, it came across to me as like the final climactic battle of someone's role playing campaign. Right. Well, that see, I, that that's the feeling I came away from it with is like, yes, there are some things that you could follow up and start new threads or whatever, but it it felt 
it felt more like a farewell uh, to me. Well, I, the the part of the book that I enjoyed the most was the end parts that felt like the seeds were planted. That okay, we've we've had you know this act of story is finished, and now here are the seeds for how the campaign is going to continue. But yeah, I mean that's the thing is I just feel like it would really be going back to the well. Oh, I mean. Uh, I think he's. I think there's a lot of dips in the well that he's planning on doing still. Do you think so? Still? Oh yeah, That's yeah, interesting. yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I, yeah, I thought I had read something. There's so much that is there that. I mean, I need the equivalent of some Disney Plus series to get me set up for the next, uh, you know, Phase Four or whatever of the, of the Dresden <laughs> Cinematic Universe. He. There is so many unresolved plots right now in Battleground. There's just tons of things going on that just, I mean, his brother, for example, which I thought was going to be resolved in Battleground, they didn't, he didn't even address it at all. So according to my internet research, which is... <laughs> Your hair, that's my new favorite acronym. Yes, <laughs> half-ass internet research. Yes, um, so good. It says that... Uh, the Dresden Files will continue an estimated 25 books, including a big apocalyptic capstone trilogy. 25 total. 25 total, yeah. Yeah. I knew he had planned at least a 21, but I didn't. Uh, and I mean, this is this uh, this is going to go beyond uh, half-assed internet research because this is on the Jim Butcher official website uh, on his FAQ. It says. Uh, how many books is Jim writing for the Dresden Files? Answer: um, So many. <laughs> well, we have the we have the names for the next two novels. Yeah, 12, he says twelve, 12 months and Mirror Mirror. Are the next two novels. Yeah, he says twenty-two case books, like those we've seen so far, capped with a double-length apocalyptic trilogy. So twenty-two of his cases, and then wrap it up with the apocalypse. Interesting. What what number is Battlefields? Battleground is seven. Battlegrounds, times. seventeen. So eight yeah. more. Just a small amount. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twenty-five. I, I will also say. I'm not sure I've read a series with that many books in it. Or I, I definitely. Uh, I've read a series with that many books, but I did not read all the books in the series because they just completely lost their way. I'm trying to think of what ones could be even contenders, and obviously, if someone's a Discworld fan, that can surpass it but that's one of the only things that's popping to my mind right maybe some of the peer there might be a Piers anthony series that, that guy was pretty freaking prolific um myth from robert aspirin i read i'm trying to think how many uh books were in it it was quite a few so the series that i read that had 21 books in it was um the robotech book series which were you know loose, loosely based <laughs> yes, on yes yes tell series. me more they're they're way better than the TV series, but it doesn't matter because they the TV series completely lost its way and they had to write to match the story that was going on in the TV series, and so they were a complete disaster. So I only read I want to say sixteen or seventeen in that series. Do you know one of the things that's still like I'm just gonna say near and dear to my heart about uh, the Dresden Files, right? Is um, I just I just love. And, and I think I think I got this more from the brief uh, the brief foray, foray we had into the uh, role playing game. Yeah, the role playing game. I just love the way that they sort of like justify humans not being you know just insta kill uh, in these you know crazy uh, 
fantastical fairy land battles and stuff. I just, I just thought that was really interesting. And he, he does a good job of that. You know, I think that's always been, I guess, maybe, maybe you'd call it one of his strengths. I guess, what would you, what would you say were your favorite and least favorite parts of, of the two books? I mean, my answer is the same, the death and the death. Okay. Because he did send her out with like a glorious hero. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, like the ride of the Valkyrie style um, send off. But then I was just like, what a bunch of bull crap. And, you know, there was, some, <laughs> there was some throwing of my Kindle device at that time. And <laughs> I, I was, I was a little shocked. That was not a character. I thought he would kill off. Yeah. Like I, I, I think I'm with you. I thought the plot armor was thick enough on that character that. Uh, I, I, I really do kind of think that about the only, the only character with plot armor is mouse at this point. <laughs> really? You, you think even you think even Dresden himself doesn't have it? Uh, yeah. I mean, sure. I could totally. I I don't think that he'll die before the end of the, the series. But he won't die before he actually causes the apocalypse. Yes. Yeah. 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 I I agree with Jay. I I would not be shocked by the death of Dresden at the end of book twenty-five. Yeah. I mean that that almost feels <laughs> appropriate, right? <laughs> The ultimate kill your darlings. I mean, I can see how he would potentially not, but I also, I'm just saying I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised by it. One of my other favorite parts in the book is where I actually thought Butcher was killing my literal favorite character. And it ended up being, gosh, I think Molly had set set him up as like, you know, it was, mm-hmm. a, it was a fake out or whatever that, that scene got me. I was like, you <laughs> dirty son of a whore. Uh, I, I was about to get, and then I was like, "Oh, oh, that that was amazing. That was the best." So that emotional <laughs> ride was actually pretty well done. I thought that was pretty awesome. I, I think the other one that probably has plot armor is Maggie, yeah, but Mouse and Maggie, I don't think they're ever gonna die. I think if he leaves anything to be continued, it will be the, it'll be the Molly know. files at some point. No, it'd be the Maggie files. I mean the Maggie files. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It would take That's... another twenty-five books before he's willing to kill her. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Um, it's hard for me to pin down a a favorite point. I guess probably the fake duel, the illusionary duel between Ebenezer and and um, uh, and Harry is probably which was in Peace Talks right at the end. Um, that was probably my favorite point. So I I'm. I sort of dislike the the reactions and the actions of the characters related to that whole plot. Like it just it seems maybe a bit of a stretch for me. Like like the and I guess maybe there's more to be re- revealed that will tell me more, but I like the way that the White Council treats Harry just doesn't it doesn't compute to me sometimes. Boy, am I excited double fake. Am I excited to have some discussions with you about uh the book of Boba Fett? <laughs> Uh, i love what brings jay joy still (laughs) yeah yeah i Um, i i don't know what to say we'll we'll get to that when we get to that so yeah yeah what did uh i so i i would i i think that it's probably safe to say that of the three of us i probably like um thomas's character more than the oh uh, yeah you're definitely the ultimate thomas fanboy Yeah, I, and uh, I'm not saying I, I don't dislike him, but like, sure, sure. 
uh, did you guys like or dislike his uh, storyline in Peace Talks? Um, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of that plot line. Uh-huh. Uh, again, um, the reveal that he was manipulated into it. It just I don't, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that whole storyline. I don't I don't know how much of this is in the, the main books versus the short story that he was in, but did uh, do you guys like it? And and in one way, it seems kind of weird to me that you know, like Thomas is in this secret society of do-gooders, and he can't say that he is. Um, but is is that? Did you guys, have you guys read that short story? Slash, is it in the other parts of the series? Man. I don't. I'm not sure that I have. I don't feel no, like I, I don't remember so. reading it. it that's got to be in one of the short stories. I've never read any of the short stories, so uh, it's something that I've always wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I've never, I've never picked up those like one of them side jobs. I've never read that book. I think it might be side jobs. Yeah. And then there's briefcases and working. Is side jobs the one where he does something with Santa Claus. No, that's one of the main books, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, that's, there's a callback, I think, to, um, the Santa Claus from, I think maybe some other stuff as well, but, okay. um, let me see if I can find anyways. I, yeah, I was curious what you guys thought of. Yeah, I didn't, of that, I, basically. it felt sort of unexpected to me, honestly. And so, but, but yeah, tell us, oh, greatest of the Thomas Wraith fanboys, what, uh, I mean, that's, I'm trying to find that, um, the short story part. Yeah, there is a and there in one of the short stories. Basically, it's it's a short story about him being uh, in this secret society where he's a do-gooder and he can't um, talk about it because that's one of like the the parts of being a secret society good do-gooder <laughs> is not being able to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways continue on and and if i find something i'll i'll say it but um i guess any any other thoughts uh on the series before we start going no, into grading? no i i guess i just want to kind of follow up with what jay already said as far as reading the other things i had forgotten a ton of little tiny plot points and a lot of those came up during peace talks and battleground and i'm so i'm pretty glad that i went back and reread them uh, yeah. There was there was a lot that I just had completely forgot about, um, and immediately came up in the in the new book. So it was, I realized oh. that we're we're talking about these um, books, you know, eighteen to twenty four months after they released, uh, all because of me taking a long time to get caught back up. Um, but I I'm glad I did it. So. I'm curious what you guys thought of. Uh, we didn't talk about this one character. I just am curious what everybody thought about Molly's plot development. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> really? I I told you that when I, that the when I finished um, uh, Cold Days, I uh-huh. I was pissed. I I had the mo- the moment where throw your you know Kindle across the room sort of thing. I was mad. And I've been mad. I've been mad at Butcher ever since. Like, yeah, I, just, I thought I remembered you saying that. So okay, good, good, good. Yeah, and I just <laughs> like I don't know where he's going with this. Where where he's going with Mab and Molly, and it feels like he's just he's I'm I'm gonna be throwing another can an iPad or Kindle or whatever I'm reading it on because I I can I mean it feels like a freight train coming and I just can't stop it. 
you know, no control. It's not an RPG, although I want it to be. Yeah, yeah. And, and one of my favorite characters of the entire series, he's just going to, like, just smash her into the wall. In fact, there was there was multiple points during Battleground where I thought that's what he was going to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, it, it felt sort of like head fakes, right? And then instead mm-hmm. you do it. To there, Murphy, there were some basically. head fakes. Yeah. yeah. I, um, well, I sort of liked how, I don't know if this is kind of how it ends, but I just loved the sort of um, call out to her family. Like, right? Like, that's kind of what I took away from the part where it was like, she's always welcome. Like, her family will always, will always be her family. You know, that's like, that's like catnip for Josh 101, <laughs> basically, right? Like, warm uh, the cocktails of my cold, dark heart with that kind of BS. Yeah. Yeah, I... I definitely had I had a similar moment that you did, although I think he maybe strung me along maybe longer than you did. I, I actually thought he was going to kill the Carpenters. Yeah, right. Like for real, you did, right? Yeah, I I I believed it wholeheartedly. And I normally those types of things I'm skeptical of. But that one, it just I don't know, maybe it was he timed it well or whatever. But I just mm-hmm. I was. I was stunned. Hook, line, and sinker, baby. Yeah, I bought the whole thing, and I was stunned. <laughs> All right, well, are we ready to... Oh, yeah, I guess I guess we're grading. Huh? Move on to grading. <laughs> sure, let's go. <laughs> right, Design. First, are we doing them one at a time, or are we doing them as a whole? Because I have, I have wildly uh, different grades I've, for them. Uh, it's uh, as a whole. My vote's a whole, too, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I knew... Well, We'll we'll give you special dispensation, Trevor. You can do both. <laughs> okay. Well, peace talks I think is better. The whole the, the yeah, design yeah. of peace talks is better. Okay. Um, I felt like, I mean, clearly Jay already said it, you know, but there's pacing problems, and I feel like it's just he wanted the whole book to be such a grandiose battle, and it just felt like it was so drawn out. Battles like that in real war don't normally happen at that intensity for that long it's just too much you know uh, people fall back they do other things there's 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 breaks in the fire it's not it's not often that that things happen like that for that intense for that long people just can't keep it up um so anyway it it felt a little forced i have to admit okay Uh, so anyway i would i would probably give you know the design of peace talks um, actually, I'm going to grade that one a little low, too, because it just feels like it spent a whole lot of time spinning its wheels on a plot point that was never resolved within the within, within the two both, months. right? Yeah. yeah, that sort of bugs me, too. So, um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's still a Dresden Files book, though. So, seven. Okay. Seven for which one? Well, you guys are... I'm oh, saying oh. that I'm putting them together. Okay. okay. I, exp- I, I explain both sides of why I'm putting it there. I do feel like... Peace Talks has some high points and some low points. Battlegrounds has some low points. Um, there's some really cool stuff that's going on in Battlegrounds. It's setting, I feel like it's setting up something more that I also enjoyed. And I'm waiting for the payoff. So it's hard for me to grade those things. Okay. Because yeah, if they pay cool. off big, I'll be, I will enjoy this book a lot more. I could see that. Okay. Uh, so I cheated a little because I was really curious and I went and looked at grades that we gave to Skin Games, which is the last. Okay. Dresden Files book, I think, that we rated. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm i going to... I did enjoy... Like, I enjoyed Battlegrounds more because I'm basically an eight-year-old child, middle-aged man's body, right? Like, And okay. Battlegrounds to me felt much more like 
you had your action figures, pew, pew, you know, and you were smashing everything together. So, so <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to give Battlegrounds the same design grade that I gave skin games, which was seven. Oh, interesting. Did I give skin game? Cause I really skin game is one of my more favorite books in the series. You gave skin games a six. Really? Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I, think I wonder if I, we were a little more disciplined back in those days. If I wonder honest. if, I wonder if part of the changes that I just, I, I'm certain that at the time I was still fuming over Molly. Uh, and I, having reread skin game, I enjoyed it much more the secondary. Yeah. So could be, um, Jay, I'll probably go with a six, which is the score you gave skin game. Okay. Uh, time management. So again, I feel like one is better than the other. I enjoyed Peace Talks pace better, and I actually read it fairly quickly. Um, my pace slowed down considerably when I got to Battleground. Yeah. Whereas Peace Talks took me, I can't remember, two weeks maybe, week and a half. Uh, Battlegrounds took me like six Months? weeks. No, okay. it's more like six weeks. I read them both pretty quickly for me. Um, you know, not not the type that. You know, there are certain books where uh, I'll pick them up and then I just can't put them down. Um, the first time I ever read Ender's Game is a good example. Um, Hunger Games, you know, I just I read them in one or two days. Yeah. Just just yeah. couldn't put couldn't put them down. Uh, and I've done that in the past with some uh, of the Dresden Files, but that wasn't the case here on either book. Although Peace Talks was kind of close, so. Um, so I'd probably give Peace Talks an eight. I really feel like it's paced really well. Um, it just it was frustrating that it didn't resolve anything that I felt like. And then having the next book, which I thought was going to resolve those things and didn't necessarily do so, was so much slower, was frustrating. So, I mean, six and eight, and I'll give them, I'll cop out and give it a seven overall. <laughs> uh yeah, so maybe it's been because I read Peace Talks long enough ago. I just feel like I enjoyed the pacing of Battlegrounds more, and maybe it was just because that's what I was in the mood for when I read it, right? But mm-hmm. um, so I, I, I'm actually gonna agree with Trevor. I was, I was maybe gonna let the spirit of Jay bump me up higher than that, but I think I'll stick with the seven. Um, oh, sorry, what's the category again? Time management. Oh, um, I mean, and it's okay if you ding it for spacing the books out and making us wait. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm probably. I would have been I'm mad pro- if I had to wait for the second book. Yeah. I, I'm probably going to go f- with a six, mainly because Battlegrounds was one of the first times where it kind of felt like the pages didn't fly by for me. Well, uh, next, next category. Repeatability. I think this one's gonna be tough for me. Let's hear what you got for us, Trevor. Um, I'm pretty sure that when, well, it's going to depend a little bit on how far out we are. But I, how I, quickly I'll re- is he going to <laughs> write these books? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm going to, I will, I'll read these books again. I think there's a good chance that, depending on how far out the next book is, I might reread. I kind of feel like Cold Days is another place where you could just pick up and start there. Um, but I might, you know, read Cold Days forward again at some point. I'll definitely reread these books at some point in the future. Which depending, for me is a- depending on how quickly he is on getting out the additional books, there's a very high likelihood that I will, every time a new book comes out, I'll start at Peace Talks and read forward to whatever the 
current book is. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I feel like there's some setup in the first in the books right before Peace Talks, but I think that that's a good place to pick up too. Yeah. I am not sure that my heart could take another read of the books. Can't read of, of Battlegrounds essentially. Yeah, you can't reread what happens with Karen. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Just just a base. <laughs> I I was I, I full disclosure I was never a fan of the relationship between Harry and and Murphy I always when they were prof- more professional I just I liked her more when when it became romantic I they just she does not seem like the type that would like a Harry <laughs> <laughs> flat out I I love Karen Murphy I think she's a great character uh but her interest in Harry made no sense to me. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really have a comment on that. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I probably, I'm trying to think who I'm the most like in the series, and yeah, I don't know. Never mind. I, I was gonna say maybe, I'm, <laughs> maybe I'm more like Harry than any of the other characters, and I can't see any way that Karen would like me even a little bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> It just doesn't make any sense to me. So <laughs> that's funny. Uh, as far as repeatability, yeah. So I, I'm gonna give. Geez, I'm gonna give it a seven too. I'm gonna. I might be cool. Set of sevens. Get the right one. <laughs> Sorry. What was your repeatability number, Jay? Um. I mean, the the crazy thing is that I was thinking like a six, but the reality is that the number of times I actually am going to read it is going to be more like an eight. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat. These, if these were not part of the Dresden Files series, I would probably never go back and read them again. But I am yeah. going to read them again, yeah. which for me, I'm like Josh when it comes to books. I don't reread books very often. There's only a handful of books I've reread in my life. So, Well, there you have it. Uh, okay, next category is fun. Um, I'm not sure I, if on many of these books that fun is an adjective that I would <laughs> use on them. <laughs> I mean, should we call it like, are you glad you read them? Or entertained, maybe? I I don't know. Yeah, there you go. A la Gladiator, right? Are you not entertained? (laughs) Um, Like I said before, I really did enjoy Peace Talks. It was fun. I had fun. Um, Biggest disappointment was it just didn't didn't resolve anything at the end. Yeah, Uh, yeah. So um, I, I feel like Jim Butcher's books, at least the ones I've read, end up being higher than average. So even though maybe these aren't some of the better ones in the the grandiose series or his overall plan, I really did enjoy um, reading them. Um, well, I think I stick with my skin game score, uh, which is a nine. Um, I think I'm probably gonna go with a seven. Okay. Yeah, if I if I had to actually put a number down, I would probably put an eight. Nice, nice variety, team. Uh, okay, and overall, gosh, I ruined my own streak of seven. <laughs> you know, I, I'm torn because I have full faith that the plot points that are bugging me that are not resolved at this point will be resolved. And if they're resolved in a way that I enjoy, these books will become much more enjoyable to me. So it's possible that we could have a Spider-Man No Way Home situation here. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like he's set a ton of stuff up, and he's left us, there's a 
bunch of things where he's just not explained. There was so many things that were described or alluded to. And Harry's just as much in the dark as we are, which is fine. But it's like, if those things are resolved in a really cool way, I'm going to look back on these books way more fondly than I am if they're resolved poorly. So it, it makes it hard for me to judge. Right out of the box, right, so I'm going to give, give him... Your current overall, go ahead. Well, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I have faith in Jim Butcher. If this were J.R.R. Martin, I'd be like, there's no way this is going to resolve in a way that I enjoy. But he's not. He's Jim Butcher. And for the most part, he resolves things in a way that I enjoy. Sans Molly. <laughs> <laughs> Good save. Yeah. Uh, so, and maybe he'll resolve that one in a way I enjoy. But right now, I'm that's the one I just have no faith. But anyway, we'll we'll see. I think that these could be the groundwork for something really great. And so I'm excited. I, I think overall these are like an eight. Um, well, back to my bell curve comment. I'm not going to give quite as much benefit of the doubt. So I'm saying a seven overall because I just feel like I'm trending down as well. Um, and that's partially maybe because I, it's, it's probably the curse of expectations. I think that I, I maybe had a little bit higher expectations or hopes for the, for things than, um, and where things ended out. Yeah, that could be tough. I mean, we waited so long for them. That was part of the problem. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they had been on a regular pace where we got those the, you know, yes. year out year after skin game and we got another one a year later and we were and let's say we were two or three books beyond them at this point, we would probably be a lot more happy about it. That's likely correct, yes. All right. What is the, the next one? Go, go no go. That's uh yeah, definitely still a go for me, even with my mildly cranky sevens. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first book series I recommend to anybody. Like, as soon as I get to know somebody and if they have any sort of geeky Good tendencies, taste. yeah, I, and I'll i bring it up, ask if they've read them. If they haven't, I will immediately steer them here. So I've, I've steered multiple co-workers towards these books with moderate success. Some have not enjoyed them, some did. I feel like I should disown my children because I have recommended it to all of them, and I don't think any of them have actually picked them up. Really? Yeah. What? What? So we've had this topic before, but I'm going to bring it back because you're telling me that you've recommended it to your children. At what age? Well, no, yeah. I mean, I, I recommend it to them when they're basically probably 18, honestly. I'm trying to 18. think. 18, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't think my wife is going to wait that long before my daughter picks these up. But right, maybe. yeah. I would be mostly comfortable with like, you know, 16 ish too. Like, I just, I just don't think I did it until most of my older girls were that age. So this might, this might blow you away, but we're old, Josh. (laughs) And my, my daughter, my daughter turned 16 in two months. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, so if your wife doesn't want to wait, I, I'm okay with that is what I'm saying. (laughs) I think she wants to wait longer than that. I don't think she'll recommend it at 16, but I think when she But I ter- think you got to be careful because see like what happened with me is like by the time I recommend it with my oldest daughter, all she reads is like, you know, music history books and, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't, I, think I, I don't know my My second daughter's so, sort of the least geekiest and so I understand if she hasn't taken up the recommend yet, but I don't know what's going on with the third daughter. I mean, that's the child that literally runs her own game. Should D&D be reading campaigns. it. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, how are you not reading this yet? What? Is is she the one who's also uh, watching Squid Game and? No, that's the <laughs> no, that's the 14 year old. Yeah. 
Yeah, she'll probably be the first one to actually read Dresden Files yes. without it being recommended and being like, hey, Dad, yeah, let's she, talk about yeah, let's talk about Harry's relationship with the werewolf. Yeah, Josh, <laughs> Josh, she's already probably read one or two. No, <laughs> <laughs> so my my daughters, this is right up her alley, and. I, I, we talk, my wife and I talk about hairy things from time to time. And my daughter just kind of like, she just gives you that look like, please, you know, she, <laughs> she, she desperately wants to read them. I'm pretty sure. That's cool. Funny. All right. Well, uh, I guess let us know what you guys think of the Dresden files of these two books, uh, et cetera, et cetera.